Hello, it's your favorite auntie from the block, Auntie Lex, and I'm here with another episode of Big Butts and Smiles, because we do have big butts, and we do be smiling, okay? Anyway, so, um, I guess, how are you? <laughs> but I think, uh, more than anything, I hope you're okay, you know, it's been the weirdest weekend ever for me you know i i didn't really do much and i didn't feel that motivated to do anything but i ended up just having to pull my socks a little bit you know for youtube um and to record um this podcast episode uh so yeah my pleasure <laughs> but anyway um this weekend i actually was so relatively not that productive you know besides the editing and stuff i was honestly binge watching the haunting of hill house right i know i'm a bit late because when did it come out 2018 yeah so i know i'm a bit late but like i wasn't i'm not like not a fan of horror series you know that's not american horror story you know so i had to just get on this because i'm running out of stuff to watch (laughs) i'm running out of stuff to watch so i had to do this but yeah it's a bit trippy you know it's not particularly scary but it's it's trippy like the story i like the story but yeah we don't have to get too deep into that anyway um i thought before we get into the episode as well that i should share you know a little bit of affirmation i know i need i need to hear some kind words and you know maybe you're sitting there thinking oh i just need to hear somebody tell me something good about myself right well i can tell you today that you are very much capable you can you can you know, I think we start. We need to start rather normalizing the notion that we can do stuff and not beat ourselves down, you know, and it's important. And I think saying that you can do something, that really does feed your spirit, which is what we all need at this point. But yeah, I hope that was, I hope you take that to heart, you know. Anyway, let us get into today's episode. What a wonderful world. All right, alrighty. So I think how I should just say how it's gonna work first. So because I had um asked people on my Instagram to to like send me a message, what I'm gonna do is read the message to you, you know, as articulately. Is that a word? Oh my god, I'm gonna try to be as articulate as possible, and then after reading that message, we're gonna just talk about it. We're gonna get into it, right? So. I haven't, I can't say that I've read these properly. I honestly just like skimmed through them. And um, yeah, I mean, if it was a short one, I probably know I probably read it. But the longer paragraphs, I just skimmed through them. And I'm trying to be as like, you know, off the top of my head as possible. Okay. Like having a conversation with a friend, basically, you know, we don't really prepare the stuff we're going to say to our friends. So I'm going to see if I can talk through these with, um, with myself i guess (laughs) but anyway so the first message says hey likona so i don't want to go on and on with a backstory and they put those you know that easter island um statue emoji (laughs) they put like five of those anyway so i don't want to go on and on with a backstory but i'm in love in love capital letters with my best friend 
I'm trying to distance myself from them at the moment because these feelings are so confusing. But what should I do, bro? <sighs> Guys, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so curious as to how many of you have actually, or rather can actually say you've you've been in this person's shoes. I mean, I can't say I relate, honestly, but yeah so if you remember if you listen to the crushing episode of big button smiles you're you'll i think you'll make rather classify this one as that you know forbidden love but you're not sure not sure or that crush on somebody you you know know for you've known forever and like it's a deep connection you know them so i think you just have to decide what you want from the situation do you want to be with them or do you just want to stay friends and attempt to get over the crush because if you really want to be with them honestly i know we encourage you or i know we generally say don't go after a crush or like don't ruin friendships with like feelings or whatever but i feel like if this is like the be all end all for you tell the person how you feel if they decide that okay i don't want i don't really see you in that way i don't want to be with you like that then that's fine you can attempt to move on with your friendship and if it's weird afterwards it's uh, i'm sorry i'm really sorry but um should you really the other option obviously is you just attempting to get over the crash that's if you're really not like really wanting to be with them you know because i don't know if you guys pay attention to any of the things i say but I do always say, don't waste people's time. Don't you dare do that, okay? So know what you want so that you don't mess about. Because it's people, and these are feelings, bro. Anyway, the second message says, Hey, sis. Love it when people call me sis. <laughs> hey, sis. I'm planning on starting my YouTube channel in December when I have time and school isn't breathing down my neck. I've been thinking about it since lockdown started. I'm really scared, but I'm also excited. I've made a couple videos and posted them on IGTV and people loved them, but I'm still unsure. I enjoy editing and filming, but something is saying no. Basically, I'm just venting. Okay, on my end, I haven't been on YouTube long, right? But I can say that... I feel like if you have a plan for your, for the YouTube sphere, if you have a plan and that's what you really want to do and you know what I mean, and you're ready, just go for it. Know what you want to do with it before you just dive into it, you know, blindly. That's kind of my, that's my advice. But I always say just do whatever you want to do, man, as long as it makes you happy. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, the next message says, Hi, Likona. So I've been chatting with this girl for the past few weeks and I've been enjoying it, but sometimes I just want to stop the whole thing and run away because I feel like things are getting serious. So in brackets, they put that they have a history with running away. I guess my fear is the physical part of the relationship with people. I identify as demisexual, but sometimes I'm not even sure if I'm demisexual because what if we get to the point where she wants to do things, I assume, you know, sex and a babes freezes and realizes she's not demisexual but asexual maybe i'm overthinking everything what if we don't get to the point of being together but i guess my fear will always be there when i'm about to start any sort of romantic relationship well i guess um 
before we obviously get into the message, um, a lot of people or some people might be unfamiliar, I guess, with demisexuality. If you aren't familiar with demisexuality, it is, um, it basically means people who are only feel attraction to people that they've um, made an emotional connection with, right? So sexual attraction, that is. So it's not really about the sex, but it's about the ability to be attracted to to someone, the ability to have that sexual attraction to someone so the it's imperative that they have that um emotional connection so i think honestly you won't know until you try you won't know until you try or expose yourself a little bit to that with that person since you have gained obviously these feelings for them right so you need to put yourself in that situation try you know what I mean? Just try and then you'll see from there how you feel. But also, I think it's very important that you open up to them about it. You know, if this person really cares about you, they, they'll they care to know this part of you and about you and everything about you in essence. So I think do open up about that and um, be on the same page, be on the same wavelength. And whatever you do end up finding about, you know, the thing about, um, you know, sexuality and it's, you know, the fact that the spectrum itself is just so broad. You are always on a journey and you're always discovering things about yourself. So this this is one of those things that you will have to you will have to go on the journey. This is one of those journeys that you have to go on and stuff that you have to learn about yourself, you know? But yeah, you're definitely not overthinking. Um I'm I might be a little bit like you in terms of me running away or taking myself out of situations once they get a bit serious and like oh my god I have to invest feelings you know so we are a little bit similar in that way but I am working on it so I think that we should work on it (laughs) yeah so definitely you're not overthinking don't invalidate your feelings like that you're not overthinking you know um and whether or not you get to the point of being together just live in the moment live in the right now okay and obviously fears are very normal when you're starting new connections or committing to people so it's okay to be scared, but I think if you really want that person, you should go for it. All right, all right. The next message says, nothing serious. <laughs> I love that they started like that. Nothing serious, but I think I like my friend's ex. Trippy. They broke up. Um, oh, circumstances led them to breaking up. So they probably still like each other. But I think I like him. But obviously, I can't do anything about it. Man, I hate girl code. <laughs> For me, it's the fact that... <laughs> it's the fact that you started the message with nothing serious. But I like my friend's ex. Okay. And then you say, man, I hate girl code. Okay. <laughs> it's too much. It, it's way too much. <laughs> okay, first of all, cut it. Alright? Cut it right now. It's... it's it, it's weird don't be weird okay it's your friend like you do you value that friend do you like is it a close friend is it an important friend you know just don't do it like just condition your mind to get over it because it'll be really weird i think for that to even come out you know just don't talk to that person don't talk to him don't stalk him on social media just leave that person alone my advice is to leave that nigger alone, okay? And, I mean, 
yeah that's all it's it's a friend dude it's a friend all right so the next message is hey Likona, i'm a girlie who identifies as bisexual but i've been with boys my whole life i follow you on twitter and i know you're pansexual so maybe you'll understand or relate to what i'm going through i really want to approach this girl but what if they think i'm wanting to be friends i guess what i'm asking is how to approach them wow funny of you to assume i know how to approach girls <laughs> okay um well i think don't think of it so much as a you know like the fact that oh my word it's a girl i what am i gonna like don't panic because i feel like you're kind of like in a bit of a panic mode right now so don't panic you like this person hit them up i don't know what words you should use but slide into the dms or you know if you see them in person like hit them up you know just speak to them like you would speak to somebody you're into or that you like you know tell them oh you look good i guess whatever and then say hey man i got a bit of a crush on you and then that is the determining sentence should that person be like oh word like for real you know you're cute or whatever then you can take it from there if the person's like oh no sorry like i'm not into girls whatever we move on so my point is just speak to them tell them hey whatever and then just jump straight into them being your crush or whatever i don't know do it like that that's it that's my advice i'm sorry i don't know how this lie okay the next message is how do you confront your toxicity while still remaining kind to yourself like i know that as people we can be toxic to other people but how do we hold ourselves accountable for our actions without being harsh to yourself hmm food for thought right i think that you know when you speak to somebody telling them how you feel like if they've hurt you or if they've done something you you don't particularly like or agree with so you know if it's somebody you care about you obviously would speak to them in a caring way telling them listen Likona I don't really like how what you said there I feel like um it was wrong in this way or whatever it hurt my feelings so I think that that same care and that same nurturing that you do give somebody that you care about when you are telling them how you know how they've hurt you that's kind of how you should treat yourself as well when you when you are you know looking at all the bad habits and toxicity that you have you know because you live inside yourself so if you keep hurting yourself it's like you're going to you really are going to become empty you know because you do spend you fall asleep with yourself you wake up with yourself you're with yourself all the time so i think you have to be kindest to yourself right so accountability is very important you need to own up right especially when you you know especially with the stuff that you you are aware that you're doing right own up to that i think that's the first step knowing knowing that okay this is a problem right and then after that you need to figure out why is it that i'm like that you know cuz i think knowing the why is kind of the journey to the unlearning cuz you're like oh damn you know makes you kind of look deep deep inside where does this come from why am i like this you know and then yeah the unlearning and the and the i guess our accountability begins there 
Alright, so the next message is... <laughs> I just saw... Okay, let me just read the message. Hey, Likona, I'm trying to make a playlist for the boy that I like. But I don't want it to be weird and romantic. What is your thought process when you make a playlist for people you like? Another assumption. Yes, the assumption is that I make playlists for people that I like. <laughs> Jokes. Uh, well... Mm, I do make playlists for the people in my life that I love. Uh, have I made a playlist for somebody that I'm really into? Hell yes. The thought process there is the fact that I don't, I don't, I wouldn't normally like for it to be like too romantic or soppy anyway. Because I, I, you know, it's I don't know. I I get what you mean about not wanting it to be weird like that. So I always say I just compile like a a like a couple of songs that I really enjoy listening to or that sound well together especially or whatever or rather choose a mood so if you choose a mood it kind of helps you compile that playlist you know there we go so choose a mood you want it to be like vibes or do you want it to be like sad boy hours you want it to be like luxury rap whatever you whatever mood you're going for you know um jazz whatever just go for it that's how you kind of make your playlist and in the description you can include some like message that's you know neither here nor there like they don't know does she like me does she not like me you know yeah you can you can be spicy with it like that's that's kind of what i would do all right the next message is hi Likona. so i slid into this guy's dms and it moved to whatsapp real quick fam love that we spoke for a little and then went on a date Oof, love that a few days later he says he doesn't think we can hang out he doesn't want me to get the wrong idea this contradicts everything said on the date but men You know, what's funny is that she put, you know, that double pink emoji, that double pink heart emoji. It's like, but men with the hearts. Oh, <laughs> love it. Um, so this guy doesn't want you to get the wrong idea, right? I would, I personally, me, I would say, okay, and dip. Like, I would be done with it, you know, but we, we're not the same. Some people want answers. Some people want closure. They might not really owe you that much explanation and... Maybe he's given you as much as he can. He's like, listen, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. He doesn't want you to get the wrong idea. Is is a bit is a bit fishy. It's a bit questionable in my books. Okay. And then that contradicting what was said on the date. For me, I have no idea what that means. I assume that on the date, the person had spoken to you. Like maybe there's the possibility of it being more than what it is now. And then after that... He says, mm, I don't think we can chill. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. So either I, I'm going to try to be as blunt as possible, but like also kind. I think maybe he is over it. Like he is not that into you anymore. Or he probably just wanted to smash. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too like either or. I can't read anything else from this message besides those two options. And I mean, there isn't much detail here. So I can't really say much. I can't really say much. But 
Yeah, anyway, let's read the next one. Alright, so, okay. I don't know if this is rocket science or not, but I wanted to ask, how do you learn somebody's love language in relationships? Romantic relationships, friendships, and with family. I literally just saw a post about not forcing your love language down someone's throat. Like, do you straight out say what your love language is, show the other person what your love language is, or wait for them to show you their love language? Like, how do you bring this up in a conversation? Also, how do you bring up the expectations chat or what would you like from, or rather what you would like from the relationship, friendships, romantic relationships, etc. Do you think this chat should be normalized in friendships or it's a matter of you will see when you get there? Always, always talk, always talk, always speak about what you want, what you expect. That's it right always 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 speak up always whether it's a friend whether it's a parent whether it's family like a cousin or a partner a possible potential romantic partner already existing partner you must always speak about what you what you want from them what you expect you know how you want to be loved how you want to be treated because in as much as being with somebody you learn about them you know by being and experiencing them It also helps for them to tell you just how the hell they would like for you to, you know, care for them. Because a lot of the time we expect people to read our minds and we get so angry over, you know, or mad rather, um, upset, I should say. Damn, anger is so intense. We get so upset over people not, you know, knowing what or not, not knowing what to say or rather not knowing or not reacting the way that we expect them to react when that person has no idea what to do in the situation because you hadn't communicated you know anything specific I guess so I think that we should really be easy on each other and communicate how we how we feel what we want how what we expect how you know what I mean so just always talk always talk well obviously I think that um this conversation is important and um especially with love languages love languages I guess, have become such a big conversation and I'm happy about that because it also contributes to the fact that it really helps to know what somebody likes or how somebody expects to be loved. You know, some people, because we're so different, some people do prefer like more intimate shows of affection and some people, you know, don't really, aren't that affectionate and like whether you hold their hand or not, they don't really feel a difference because you know the connection is still there or whatever so and some people really like gifts like they like to be showered and all of that stuff and some people don't you know so it's important to really have these conversations and speak to each other about it you know so yeah you can learn the stuff through experiencing like i said the person but it really does help to speak so anyway do have a lovely lovely week do your best this week remember that you can remember that you are perfectly capable okay i will i will i keep saying i will see you (laughs) rather you'll be hearing me on the next episode of big butts and smiles bye